Bahamas, 1492. Christopher Columbus is searching for a sea route to India and ends up here instead. At that point, the American continents were already inhabited by many Native American nations and sophisticated civilizations such as the Incas, the Mayans, the Aztecs. So isn't it absurd to claim that Christopher Columbus discovered America? Kerala, May 1498. Vasco da Gama lands on the shores of India after winding around Africa for a year. Millions of Indians had lived here for millennia. Discovery of India, discovery of America, discovery of Africa, Australia, New Zealand, and on and on. The term discovery has been used over and over again to describe the glory years of European expansionism in the 15th, 16th, and 17th centuries. So much so that historians even refer to this time as the age of discovery. It is ridiculous for these accidental traders and tourists to claim to have discovered entire regions already populated by millions of native people for thousands of years. Yet this is exactly what happened. Under this grand assumption of discovery, European monarchs claimed dominion over lands all over the world. And that's not all. They created a paper trail and official documents to declare themselves the owners of their so-called discoveries. And who officiated this paper trail? The Vatican. Let's look at the beginnings of the doctrine of Christian discovery. In other words, the doctrine of I can take your stuff and there's nothing you can do about it because the Pope gave me permission. Back in the 15th century, Europe was fragmented. Many kingdoms and monarchies fighting each other for territory. Especially Portugal and Castile, which is now known as Spain, they were bitter enemies and both had put a lot of resources into building good navies. And they put their navies to work. To expand their empires, they sent expeditions out beyond Europe in search of wealth and slaves. Their first successful conquests were across the Mediterranean in North Africa, after which they expanded rapidly across the oceans. Portugal to the east, Africa, India and the Spice Islands, and Spain to the west, Central and South America. By their own accounts, wherever the explorers landed, they were treated very well. When the sailors washed up on the shores of Africa, America, India, they were ill, tired and hungry. It's the natives who gave them food and nursed them back to health. And how did they pay them back? They took their land, made them slaves and forced them to convert to Christianity. See, one thing became very clear quickly to the explorers. None of the natives they encountered anywhere were Christian. They all followed their own traditions and religions. In Christian eyes, they were all pagans and infidels. And the church has a long history of dehumanizing non-Christians, treating them as inferior with no right to their own lands, no ownership of their life or property. Hence, it didn't matter that millions of natives had lived in these places before the Europeans arrived. The Europeans were now newly discovering the land for Christianity. Back in Europe, these monarchs were still fighting each other, a fight that extended to all the territories they were newly discovering. The monarchs yearned for exclusive sovereignty over the foreign lands they discovered. They wanted to keep their European rivals out. Spain wanted America all to herself 
and Portugal wanted Africa and India. These regions were quickly looted for the European monarchs to thrive on. Their loot from these regions was making them very rich. Spain pillaged the South American civilizations for their gold, enslaved entire nations, and infected the survivors with foreign diseases. While Portugal monopolized the trading sea routes over the Indian Ocean in Southeast Asia and captured the supply of valuable commodities like spices and textiles. Essentially, they disguised their exploitation under Christian jingoism, and each monarch approached the Pope to grant them exclusive sovereignty over their newly discovered lands. They knelt in front of the Pope, promising not to stop until the whole world and all the heathens were converted to the one true faith. And the Vatican responded with papal bulls. Papal bulls are official documents stamped with the seal of the Pope, claimed to be the word of God through the Pope as his spokesman. To help these discoverers carry out God's work, the Vatican issued as many as 15 papal bulls from 1400 to 1550, freely granting dominion of non-Christian lands to one monarch or another. These papal bulls are the foundation of the doctrine of Christian discovery. The original bulls are written in Latin. Let's look at the official English translations of some of these bulls. It is God's will that Christians must claim ownership of all the non-Christian lands they find, call it their own discovery, and rule over the native people and all their wealth. The farcical assumption here being, Christians are morally righteous and deserving owners of land, of nature's plenty, and of God's gifts to mankind, and these natives and heathens don't deserve any rights? Next, all non-Christians are to be forced to either convert to Christianity or put into slavery in perpetuity. If they resist, they can be killed. In other words, Christianity is the only path to salvation. Therefore, all that is morally right is obviously known only to Christians. And it is the good Christian's moral duty to recognize the natives as lost animals that need to be saved and shepherded on to Christianity. Then, Christians who committed these crimes of forced conversion, slavery, killing, are not only forgiven, but also guaranteed divine salvation because they were carrying out God's work. Of course, the assumption here is that good Christians cannot be blamed for doing what is obviously necessary to lift these savages out of darkness. And no Christian monarch can take over a newly discovered land if it is already ruled over by another Christian monarch. Since Spain and Portugal were fighting each other in a race for market share of new lands, each monarch approached the Pope separately to grant them dominion over the lands they captured and to specifically stop the other monarchs from approaching and trading in their lands. Notice the hilarious assumption in this papal directive, clearly the native owners of those regions were to be willfully ignored like mere sheep that have no agency, rights or even humanity. With the papal bulls in hand, the Christian monarchs and their subordinates took these divine instructions to heart and merrily set out to conquer and convert the rest of the world. Over the next 500 years, the look and form of conquest changed with every new European empire. But the doctrine of Christian discovery had laid a solid foundation of principles driving the conquests. Even today, its impact is evident all over the world.
Before we continue the history here, let's unpack this strange arrangement between the monarchs and the Vatican. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. All of these lands were inhabited for thousands of years by cultures built on rich traditions. These lands did not belong to the Vatican to grant to the monarchs. The papal bulls themselves note that in the 15th century, Europeans had no idea how big the world was or how many lands were undiscovered by them. The hilarious audacity with which they assumed that the whole world was theirs to command was quite obviously steeped in ignorance of the diversity and scale of the rest of the world. Furthermore, this monopoly over moral judgment continues in every respect of cultural and civilization exchange even today. For the Vatican, expansion of the Christian faith was top priority. It was necessary to keep the Christian monarchs in good spirits so they came to the aid of the Vatican when in need. By issuing these papal bulls, both priorities were met. For the Christian monarchs, the economic motivations were very clear. They wanted to expand their empires, capture monopolistic control, and extract all the gold and slaves they could along the way. Establishing automatic dominion over unsuspecting natives of new lands was the easiest way. And the papal bulls gave them this. These actions and documents laid down the template for all European conquests going forward. Soon, northern European kingdoms like France, England and Holland joined in the fray. With God's instructions in hand, 500 years of exploitation and conquest ensued. Pagan cultures all over the world were destroyed, large-scale conversions and genocide were carried out.